now, time for seafood news. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast, brought to you by Erna Berry's Reporter Magazine. The winter 2024 edition of Erna Berry's Reporter Magazine is the final issue going to print. Don't miss the farewell to our long-running magazine, as well as informative pieces on Ecuador shrimp supply, the Russia-Ukraine war's impact on the agricultural market two years in, and much more. You can get your free copy of Erna Berry's Reporter Magazine by visiting ernaberry.com reporter. I'm Seafood News Senior Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Erna Berry Senior Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. Is that because you finally reached 45? <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> New Year, same podcast, same host. <laughs> We're here. It's good to be back, baby. And this I might have... be our last podcast That's ever, too. <laughs> no, we, uh, we, we missed... We missed you, our listeners. We I missed sure you, did. Lauren. You know, we have fun bands around here. I don't know if anybody else appreciates it, but you know I do. But we have fun with we it. We have so much fun. But it is. It is good to be back, and we, uh, we're we going to start off with an update regarding a story we talked about on our one of our final podcast episodes of 2023. Scott and Johns has finally revealed what new species they are introducing into the lineup. Drum roll, please! It's salmon! Which we had a feeling. But still pretty cool, Scott and John's offerings previously only included shrimp in a variety of different sauces over either rice or pasta. Now they are adding Atlantic salmon bowls into their mix, and they are starting off with two restaurant-inspired flavors, honest sesame and Mediterranean herb. I think we we probably knew it was that, like... Shrimp, number one most consumed seafood. Right. Give the people what they want. Like salmon is, is is number two. Like you can't you can't go wrong. It's a smart yeah. business move. Yeah. So the honey sesame bowl, it stars Atlantic salmon over fluffy rice and flash frozen vegetables topped with a savory honey sesame sauce. And then Mediterranean herb bowl uh, features Atlantic salmon over a medley of fresh herbs, quinoa, brown rice, and crispy vegetables. Shoppers can find the new salmon bowls at retailers across the nation, including Target, Harris Teeter, Giant Eagle, and more. So add it to your next shopping list. I know. I love that I see Target on the shopping list. Because that's yeah. I love the curbside pickup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you can keep me out of that store and just, like, limit me to what options are on that website, it's on the app. It's, right. It'll it's go from, everybody. like, a $500 spending spree to keeping it in check at it's, your... Just keeping my, my marriage alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, this is, this all sounds delicious. I didn't eat lunch yet, so this is really like. It's just a good opportunity. So like, so you good. know, maybe somebody who enjoys shrimp, but again, like I'm one of those people, I love shrimp. I won't always cook it. So if I have it in a, an option like this, but mm-hmm. same thing for salmon. And right. it's just, it's giving more options to people who are not comfortable. And then hopefully giving those people who are not comfortable cooking it themselves, maybe maybe giving them that little boost of confidence. You right. know, saying, you know what, well, let me give this a try. Let me eat more salmon. I think it's it's what this industry needs. So that's and very it's cool. the perfect time of year to debut it when everybody's kind of getting their diets in check, looking mm-hmm. for something healthy and fast. So I've great job, it. Scott and Johns. That was not one of my resolutions this year. No, what were your resolutions? Uh, to be nicer <laughs> to you, which I just called you 45. <laughs> so we're already failing that one. Um, just to me, though. <laughs> just to just you. to me. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I really didn't. I don't. I'm bad at resolutions. I really, honestly, didn't set any. Yeah. I just, just just to be more positive. We had a tough year last year. I'm so already pretty positive. cool, but I'd like to be a little cooler. A little cooler. Yeah. I. I. You're probably my coolest friend. Oh my gosh. That does not say a lot about you. <laughs> I don't have a 
Anywho, which goes back to the being nicer. <laughs> anyway, moving along. In other news, the Norwegian Seafood Council is reporting a banner year for king crab, and the sanctions against, against Russian seafood products in the U.S. are partly to thank. In 2023, Norway exported a total of 2,500 tons of king crab, with a growth in volume for 2022 of 78% and a growth in value of 43%. So the Norwegian Seafood Council's manager for shellfish explained that the record is being driven by an increase in volume resulting from an increased quota and improved market situation. So demand and logistics into Asia have picked up while sanctions against Russian crab in the West contributed to increased exports to the U.S. The U.S., Hong Kong, and Vietnam were Norway's largest markets for king crab, with the U.S. holding the top spot. We're number one. We're number one. The U.S. was not only the largest market for Norwegian king crab in 2023, but also had the largest increase in value last year of 80% from 2022. Part of that can be attributed to the ban on Russian king crab into the U.S., as well as the closure of the king crab fishery in Alaska, which only opened back up in October. But looking back actually to 2021, which was the previous best year ever for king crab in Norway, the biggest difference can be seen in demand out of Asia. So for Norway, the Asian market was the area with the greatest growth in exports of live king crab in 2021. And 2022 also started off strong for the Asian markets. However, that quickly changed when the Asian markets started uh, receiving more king crab from Russia as a result of the sanctions in the U.S. and Europe. So Russian products started rolling into South Korea and China at lower and lower prices. That trend continued into 2023. As for what 2024 will bring... That's always the big question. Norway did decrease their quota for king crab this year. The total quota set by the Ministry of Trade, Industry of Fisheries, is 966 tons for male crabs and 60 tons for female crabs. This is a big difference from the quota of 2,375 tons, which was set in 2023. But with Russian products still banned in the U.S., Norway should expect to keep the U.S. as a trade partner for this species. So while 2023 might have been a good year for Norwegian king crab, the same can't necessarily be said for the Ecuador shrimp sector. So Ecuador's National Chamber of Aquaculture, or CNA, recently revealed that the shrimp sector lost nearly $1.5 billion in 2023, with prices reaching values even lower than those recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic. December export figures have yet to be released, but with 11 months of data, it was revealed that shrimp producers hit a new record with 2.44 billion pounds exported in 2023. To compare, Ecuador exported 2.34 billion pounds of shrimp in 2022. But despite the impressive numbers, both internal and external factors impacted value. According to CNA, global inflation lessened demand for certain products, even in China, the main destination for Ecuadorian shrimp. In the U.S., which represents 17% of Ecuador's destination for shrimp, inflation also led to a drop in seafood consumption. Internally, Ecuador struggled with costs related to production, processing, and marketing. Also important to note is the ongoing issue with crime that the industry faces. This this always shocks me. But the year concluded with 77 criminal incidents against the shrimp uh, sector in Ecuador, which left 58 people injured and killed another four. Jeez Louise. So in all, CNA says that the shrimp sector has experienced a a liquidity loss of uh, $0.98 U.S. dollars for each pound produced, which has seriously affected its profitability. 
And uh, Ernerberry Seafood Market reporters Gary Morrison and Jim Kenny reported just in December that Ecuador's increased export volume came at the expense of price. Uh, looking at, at October shrimp export figures, Morrison and Kenny said that the value of the month slipped nearly 15% from last year and 6% for the first 10 months. Jim Kenny, is that the same person that caught the first, uh, what was it, King Salmon of the Year? Yep, yep, that's him, the same guy. Wow, that's so impressive. How can he get around so much? I know. He's good, that guy. Anyway, finally, a new harmful algal bloom has caused a mass mortality event in Chile. Cernapesca, Chile's National Fisheries and Aquaculture Service, confirmed that both Blumar and Aquachile have been impacted by the natural phenomenon. Cernapesca said that the mortality recorded as of Tuesday, January 2nd, between the two locations is 2,854 tons of both Atlantic and Coho salmon. Mortality has already been taken for final disposal to reduction plants, and Cernapesca is continuing to maintain surveillance of the centers. The CEO of Blumar revealed in a statement to the Chilean Stock Exchange that the company immediately activated contingency and mitigation plans as soon as the incident in the northeast of Isla Victoria became known. Two fishing boats supported by underwater robots, as well as divers and special suction equipment and technical personnel, were among those carrying out the extraction of mortality. The total amount of fish in the Victoria Victoria Center until uh, before the event was approximately 850,000 fish of the Atlantic salmon species, with an average weight of 4.16 kilos. Um, That's according to the company. We don't know uh, what's what's going on now post-mortality. So hopefully we'll be able to update those numbers next week. Mm, Right. So we'll keep the episode short and sweet, even though I feel like it wasn't that short and sweet. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll reach out. uh, If you'll be attending the National Fishery Institute's Global Seafood Market Conference later this month, uh, we'd love to see you. Yeah, talk to our fans, sign autographs, take selfies. I think uh, um, that's what my my 2024 resolution is, to, to be more humble. Oh, I would thought you were going to say to grow our fan base. Yeah, not that. Yeah. People love listening to us. So we hear. So we hear. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week.